Hello and welcome to the News Paste podcast with me, your host, Johnny Vedmore, back here again. Uh, I've had to take a little bit of time off the podcast. I've been planning and uh, executing the plan, a plan to make a documentary series, which we'll talk about later. Um, and is nearly done, and I wanted it done by Christmas, so I had to put in a lot of effort. Um, and this is going to be a different podcast than usual. Um, I think I may have done a a solo about episode ten or eleven, where I just laid down, okay, this is a uh, where I am and what's happening at the moment. And this is where we're going in the future. And it's quite important. I got um, a few uh, articles coming up. I've got um, an article coming out in UK column very soon. Uh, that is about the spy games. Spy games. It's about um, the uh, one of the people linked with um, Sergei Skripal and Christopher Steele. Salisbury poisoning, but basically the um, Pablo Miller, and I've gone back a little bit in history and started digging away at a um, at the place where he worked when he got exposed as being a spy by the Russians, and so I uh, I discovered some stuff, and that will be coming out soon on UK column uh, anytime within the next week. I don't know quite when. Um, and I have a couple of other articles um, in the works. I mean, I to, to be perfectly honest, and people who know my work will know, for instance, with the Pottinger series, um, that I had uh, probably about eight months of uh, research and writing for that to get done. I mean, I do loads of stuff in between, of course, and I mix it up. You, but you can't kind of just like find everything because a lot of it takes uh, time of logical thinking. When you're investigating on this level, when you're an investigative journalist like I am, <laughs> it's funny to say that because really, um, I, 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 the only thing that makes me an investigative journalist is that I can do it um, and not die, and that's almost changing because really, um, either. I'm going to run out of funds soon um, or uh, I, I'm going to become too tricksy for the powers that be. So, so it's either death or glory with this game, I'm afraid. And um, lots of my work is going, you know, into places where the powers that be don't want you to go. Um, so I have a lot of things happen in my life. I have had for the past few years um, that are bizarre esoteric um sometimes just downright dirty behavior by people people who want to get close to me as well want to find out what i'm working on and etc for whatever reasons so i go through a lot of weird stuff and i have been for a lot of weird stuff and to be honest i mean if we're doing this podcast as uh kind of a part of it is a review of the year well it's been a big year for me a really big year i've gone solo i had to go solo i was forced to go solo so i don't mind that um i newspaste was a really important moment to create newspaste.com 
and to concentrate uh, on Newspaste as an entity, to create the Newspaste podcast that you're listening to now, to create Newspasty, to refine Newshound to be the beast it is. Um, uh, also, other developments, you know, I've gone through a few shows this year where I, I started creating something and then it didn't work out or it kind of like there was issues with it or problems with it. Um, that happened with News Posse. I, I just, I, I mean, it, it it's too visceral, just way too visceral. Um, and it was too stressful as well. It's too stressful. I'm already doing a load of stressful things. I was sticking another stressful thing on top. So I've taught people how to do what I was doing with News Posse. So they can go off and do that if they are careful and don't mind the risk. Because there is risk attached in doing anything like um, any of this work. But I'm focusing on two things. I'm focusing on content creation of my journalistic endeavors. And my journalistic endeavors. <laughs> Those two things are what I'm concentrating on. And so um, that's why News Theory was a good idea. And News Theory, I've done two episodes, and that is definitely going to continue. It'll probably be monthly. But really, it's more like once I've found something that I want to look at, a consp- uh, something that is being uh, labeled or termed a conspiracy theory, um that has the right sort of uh you know um dynamics in play um there is a that's what i want to do i want to create with news theory it's about looking at a conspiracy theory what's considered a conspiracy theory like um the first one was the great reset was a conspiracy theory this is something andrew marr put forward that the great reset was the conspiracy theory the one created by klaus schwab but you know there's a twist on it and it's kind of like to try and um try and counteract the negative public reaction and pr disaster that was the launch of the great reset but it, it just looks completely and utterly contrived, this fight back. To call it a conspiracy theory now is just, it's fifth generation warfare when you enter into that stuff. And if you're playing fifth generation warfare, then you want to watch yourselves because soon people will mess up your mind. You know, people can, can think they can play fifth generation warfare, but when you enter into the lands of the absurd, you only find absurdity. Um. So, and the second one was on, Palestine, whether Palestine really existed, and really I come out of that with a better understanding of um Palestine than I've ever had before because I went and researched it, of course, but I went and researched it in a way that was creating um a documentary film, a short one. I, you know, with those and with a lot of what I'm doing, I want to try and 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 I've been weighing up this idea, the element of breaking down a larger story into sections that are bite-sized and manageable, um, yet ha- and have enough uh, hook to be able to get people to take in the information and learn the history and for there to be a point to them learning that you know there being a reason for them to learn that so it's not just about going back and learning history it's about learning history and then discovering why you needed to learn history that's a little bit different than just a history program and so i i want to do stuff like that now 
Audit everything is much more summer endeavor. Spring, summer, autumn, when I can go out and it's not raining or or completely and utterly freezing cold, and there's actually people outside and stuff. As it got colder, people got spicier. Um, the last audit everything was a super spicy one where I got attacked by the homeless guy. And I went through a process of uh I I you know going into stressful situations makes you make set stressful responses, set stressful decisions that you might not make otherwise. So, you know, with audit everything, I'm trying to be much more, um, take it on the chin when things go heavy or things go crazy and not be too pissed off about it. It's hard. It's hard because sometimes someone like attacking you in the street in your, your hometown is a bit annoying, a bit annoying. But I, you know, that's that's what I'm there for. I'm there to document how people react and how people play a game, the game of life. And so, so audit everything's kind of like taking a little break, and that's allowed me to enter into this new project. And the new project, not news theory now, a new project, is very important. Um. Like things like news pasty, I can do on the side of anything that I do because it's just a quick sit down and watch the news. And I'm watching the news and just pausing and having a joke and a laugh about. So it's not so serious. The news pace podcast is a little bit hard because I got to get in a good stream of guests. And I don't want to, again, I don't want it to get contrived. I don't I don't want to get on people for the sake of getting on people. I, I'm trying to get on people that I want to speak to for numerous reasons. But that does limit my pool of people who I want to speak to. Now, I have had some interesting characters, very interesting characters contact me um uh to be on and i'm very interested in seeing where things go but i think i've got to with with this podcast um i've got to make sure that i keep it um with integrity uh, the integrity that it, it, it's got from the start where I it is no holds barred um we on on some of the episodes I've talked we've talked about I've talked about stuff with people that you're not really allowed to talk about and normally you would be heavily censored but it seems like the audio podcast realm is a place where you're allowed to speak it's very strange, very strange how these forums exist, you know, these forums exist. And some forums you say something and you'll be banned and you go to another forum and you won't be banned. Yet they're basically run by the same people and they have the same people listening and taking in the information. So it's very strange the the world of um, the Internet, especially, is quite hard to work out what's going to be in the future now um so i i've started off this series and it's called searching for stanley now you can already go and see if you're a patreon you can already go and see um the first couple of episodes or uh, a couple of drafts not full necessarily of the um of the series uh, the Orlando Latelio one's already up. Uh, Gloria Steinem. Um, uh, the Wounded Knee's just gone up. You can see the Martin Luther King, um, a part of the Martin Luther King section. And 
what what I'm trying to do is well, everybody knows I've written the Pottinger identity. If if you're into my work, you would have known I've written the Pottinger series. So about Stanley Pottinger, one of the lead lawyers in the Epstein case, and you got the Pottinger identity, the Pottinger supremacy, and the Pottinger ultimatum. And if you haven't read them, very quickly, Stanley Pottinger, who's one of the lead lawyers or was one of the lead lawyers for victims of Jeffrey Epstein, also knew Jeffrey Epstein, lived very close to Jeffrey Epstein, and when you research his life you discover a lot more you discover that he was involved in the cover-up of watergate uh of the assassination of martin luther king of the kent state massacre um he was involved in the uh cointel pro deal and um the uh, he was a friend of bush and the cia and orlando latelier got killed and he was heavily involved in that um and then the standoff at wounded knee he was involved in while everything else was going on at watergate with watergate he was put to to um to be involved in that and that that you know the state really really uh, prosecuted and you could say persecuted the American Indian movement through that um, and then he went on to do a round contra with Jeffrey Epstein um, the October surprise to get his mate George Bush in power um, and then he goes off to become an author once he gets discovered as being central to a round contra writes a load of books um, lives right uh, down the road literally a neighbor of Jeffrey Epstein at this point with his family um, and then later on becomes the lead lawyer in for Epstein's victims. And that's a very interesting story in itself. Now, you can already read the Potting Identity, the Potting of Supremacy and the Potting Ultimatum. You can already look through the news hounds to learn about Stanley Pottinger. Um, but discovering who Stanley Pottinger is isn't shouldn't just be down to the the articles themselves to understand why he did these things or what he was involved in and what the dynamics were. You need to learn the events themselves because, as you heard, I just said a load of different events, didn't I? So, what was he involved in? What did I say? Apart from when he was young and other things, because his brother um, faked his own disappearance, uh, faked his own kidnapping. Uh, and ran off with an underage schoolgirl. Well, there, that's a good one. Um, and uh, you know, he, he was in Harvard at the center of the when the New World Order was being created at Harvard, Kissingerian time of Harvard, I think Kissingerian. Um, but Kissinger's time at Harvard. Um, he was there, so th th that's very interesting. But I just mentioned. Uh, Watergate, the assassination of Martin Luther King, Wounded Knee, Kent State. I mentioned Orlando Letelier. I mentioned um, uh, the, the Iran-Contra, October Surprise, and Jeffrey Epstein. So you've got just those, just those. And in within it, there's a load of other things as well. Within these stories, there's a load of other things that happen. But you've got all of these things. And um, if you take them in all of as a massive article or you take them in as a big documentary it's really hard sometimes to keep the information or understand the context of the information and why it's important it's also hard for me i i always you know we all know loads about watergate we all know loads about Martin Luther King. We all know loads about this or loads of that. We recognize the Kent State Massacre um, footage being played in a movie like Forrest Gump or something. You know, they'll play footage of something in the background. And we go, oh, we know, we know that's a massacre that happened at some American high school. 
But the context of certain parts of these events are often lost to us. We are often unable to really know what happened, but we feel we know what happened. Yet when we investigate it, we discover the nuance within it that we go, oh, that's why people say this or, oh, that's why people say that. And now a lot of us are very lazy and that has become more and more clear as we've gone, uh, as we've risen technologically speaking, as we've become more technologically advanced, we've become lazier instead of becoming um you know more productive and uh better and more intelligent and having better training and learning tools and so using it that that way we've become um a, 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 a people who like very quick information stuck in our brain um wrapped up in a bow in pastry as i say with news pasty uh wrapped up meat wrapped up in a pastry nice nice little bow on top given to us in our proverbial minds and we just stick it in there and we walk away now i i would like to argue against why that's a thing and say that it shouldn't be a thing but it is a thing we are all interested in, and maybe it's because we don't have all of the time in the world to concentrate on things. A lot of us are busy. A lot of us got family, friends, uh, other other things that we, we do work. So, uh, you know, a lot of people want things that are short. Um, and so it's really hard to try and, when you're writing long-form articles, 7,500 to 10,000 words, it's very hard to attract these people over there who like really short things. And the majority of people are those people. So I'm giving my work out to people. And the only people who are reading them are the people who are willing to sit down and do a lot of read. So, yeah, they'll go maybe watch a news hound. What they'll watch the news hounds on like the Pottinger identity news hound is like two and a half hours long. The Pottinger supremacy is about three hours and one of them is about three and a half hours, something like that. So they 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 big watches, you know. It's hard to attract people in, especially younger people. There's just no way. Yeah, I know there's a load of first thirst. But it's also the presentation of it. A lot of the time, you know, it's um, people showing you pictures that are slowly zooming in while speaking um, in script style, uh, and that doesn't really work. It doesn't. It doesn't really help the mind take something in you know it's like doesn't sprinkle the sugar on top to make it easily digestible you could say it makes it, it it makes it boring a lot of the youtube videos i watch are boring i don't mind being bored i don't mind it if i'm getting the information i want i'm fine with that but loads of people aren't and i've got to accept that and so i designed this series searching for stanley um, to be something really special where I can link it up, I can use them. I was talking to um, uh, a couple of people before about doing a project, and it's a lot of work, and I, I think it's something that I'll eventually do. But I think I'm already doing it. I think this is this is it, uh, and this will never end. <laughs> That's at, at the moment. There's no end. At the moment, there's four series. Of searching for Stanley with about seven episodes that make up 
uh, to our plus documentary movie. So there's sections, and each of them are broken up into sections of between eighty, let's say eighteen to twenty eight minutes, and it, it dependent on on how how big the subject is, of course, but basically within that area and in within there you'll be able instead of looking for stanley pottinger instead of just it being about stanley pottinger it's about the event he's taking part in so the the each of the episodes so there's a watergate episode there's a wounded knee episode there's a martin luther king episode there's an orlando letelier episode um there's a gloria steinem episode and there's a who is stanley pottinger episode and so um these each of these episodes will then make up the movie entire so they work on their own and each of them have their own soundtrack <laughs> i've been synthin i've been i've got the old um uh synth out and my little synth keyboard and i've been getting the samples down and i've been looking for the good sounds and i've been checking out all of the 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 different basses and the drums and i've been making synth galore um i i I'll tell you um i i've been using the land r um uh synth uh plugin uh, a lot through this because it's so so simple um uh, to use but also i i mean i've been a musician now for over uh well, it's 25 years uh, over 25 years I've been a musician and um, some of that was playing all of the time in uh, bands so I, I mean I, I've I can crack out a, a tune especially a synth tune at high speed I'm a, a, a bit of a synth master it seems um, and I, I, I really enjoy it because I can sit down after like doing production for hours and hours and hours after doing loads of other stuff. I can sit down for an hour and a half and I can crack out a couple of tunes. Sometimes nothing comes. Sometimes I'm just messing around uh, for an hour and a half. But sometimes I write three songs in an hour. Um, and so so that uh, is really prominent I think people will notice that um, there's uh, an element of Adam Curtis about these documentaries. Um, some of it, I don't speak. I, I try. I, I've, I have to uh, explain the story. I have to try and get you to understand things in a certain way. So I have to speak, of course. But I'm doing it in different ways either i'm coming in just as a and these are the things that are happening and it's just a link between or there's a separate piece um to to the reason why i'm interrupting the rest because the rest really is me and this is it takes a lot of time takes a lot of time to source clips and then put them in an order that isn't just lazy really tells you how the feeling was of a time. So Watergate, for instance, the beginning of Watergate, it really, um, I go through two years in a matter of probably 10 minutes 
um less than that of just music and it's just music and clips and it it makes sense it 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 rides really well and and i'm learning as i'm going along of course i i mean with watergate is so big such a big wide-ranging scandal so many elements to it that a lot of people where, where do you start well you start by learning everything about it and then looking for the things that that that's that will explain why and the the atmosphere um and why certain events happened during that time when i'm because this is searching for stanley each of these will show how stanley pottinger was involved but for instance with watergate you'll also get to see inside the justice department where stanley pottinger was working and a lot of the the crazy events around the saturday night massacre and this like obvious like really completely like watergate was just a it, it was just a roller coaster it, for for people watching on the outside it was a roller coaster a lot of people inside would just suddenly hit with something that would happen and would be shocked and there's a lot of people who say that like you know john dean who speaks a lot about watergate and he's actually in the the um uh kent state massacre uh, some of his watergate hearing is actually will be in the kent state massacre part of this uh but john dean um says it said that that in watergate no one really knew that that the it was rolling out of control it was just the events kept happening and they kept dealing with them and then it got to a point where they were like okay this is just way too big now to deal with that and to make people understand how what the event was like within 20 minutes is difficult but not necessarily not necessarily the art form documentary art form uh music the way uh, editing works it, I, I you know you don't have to put too much explainer on the screen it really the the events as they happen seeing people reacting to them it gives you an idea of what it was how it was and you will understand that so i i, I feel really accomplished by how i've uh, how this documentary has been coming together how these pieces have been coming together because i keep calling it a documentary but in the same way it's a documentary series in the same way i'm looking for for clips around i'm putting in my own stuff as well but a lot of this is me putting everything in chronological order, all of the source material in chronological order, and letting you make up your own mind. That's really important. And I think everybody will be able to see that by the end of it, once you put it all together, you get certain definite facts. You get definitive events. You get truths. Um, you get uh, a, a sense of the buzz of what it was like. You get a feeling of the confusion um, of these events, and you get uh, an understanding of how Stanley Pottinger was vital in all of these events in different ways. And, of course, using Stanley Pottinger as a string to pull you through some of the most famous events in history is the 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 
I, I that's the clever thing. That's the 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 point of it is is that if if I just came here and was like, this is what happened against state, and this is what happened to Watergate, and this is what happened with Martin Luther King's assassination, then you would be like, oh yeah, all right, well we've heard some of this before, we've heard some of this before. But this is about following how Stanley Pottinger's fingerprints are on each of these events, and from the contextual sort of perspective of the events themselves, and that is a really important. Um, like journey i like i say a bit of a roller coaster you kind of, kind of go streaming the, the the episodes start and and the music is loud in your face editing constantly you, there's lots of lots of stuff happening it is a roller coaster and so far the reaction i've had has been 100% positive about the direction it's going and so that is i i i i've Still, people saying, "Oh, look, you made a mistake here, or you made a mistake there," because I'm editing as I go. Um, but a lot of this has already been prepared because I've been writing these articles and researching this subject, and all of the different nuances within each of the sub, uh, each of the uh, sub subjects <laughs> that are involved in the main subject. Um, and and it's. Um, I've already put in all of the work. So it's very easy at this stage to put it all together because all I'm doing is going and looking for the best way to describe it visually. Uh, and I know that sounds difficult. It actually sounds difficult, but I, I've had years of experience of doing that now. So I don't, I, I feel very confident with it. And this is already, this is, uh, as soon as I started out, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm a songwriter. I believe in in setting things out in a format uh, so that you can, you know, you've got an intro, you've got an outro, you've got beginning, middle, end, um, but you've got like, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, middle eight, maybe, you know, that that sort of stuff within. I do, I, I do that with articles. And, and, you know, that's why I think having the music side of this, to drive it along was so important, so important. And, you know, I, I really, really, I can't uh, stress how exciting it has been to um, uh, play songs alongside stuff. I'm going to, how about, oh my God, how about I share with you um, some of the songs? Uh, or, or at least a, a preview now. Get ready, baby. Let's see. Let's see. So I, I, um, like I say, this has been it's been going now, um, for about oh, I don't know, um, I, I, I say three weeks of really hardcore production and I'm now at the end of nearly all episodes apart from one. And um, this, the first episode is going to come out this week and then the next episode the next week. But you'll already be able to see more if you become a Patreon or if you go into any of the premium uh youtube or rock fan now i i haven't set up all of um uh you know the 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 premium things 
perfectly but i i do have a patron and i have just my news paste uh channel on youtube has just been monetized and just been um <laughs> i don't know how how, how well that will be will go um but I, I'm not necessarily ever going for views. I'm going for people who I'm looking for people who realize what I'm doing and want to support this sort of work. And so there's methods to tip me or buy me a coffee or whatever. So I can keep doing this sort of stuff. Now I'll give you a little, uh, a, a little, uh, example, a tidbit of this, um, music. So, uh, the Wounded Knee episode tackles the um, stand-up at Wounded Knee that happened at the Pine Ridge Rev Reservation where Og Lakota Sioux, um, Oglala, uh, Oglala uh, Lakota were um, basically being harassed by a tribal leader when they tried to get sort of some sort of uh, justice for it. Um, they, they, the, the tribal governments that have been set up in the US uh, ignored them. And then there was a, a, a white man killed an Indian called Wesley uh, in uh, near um, uh, Custer in uh, North Dakota. I think it is North Dakota. And um, a riot kicked off at the courthouse. Um, people wanted justice. Uh, the American Indian movement turned up and there was violence. And then it turned out into a standoff, a wounded knee. And Russell Means, who was a spokesman, came down. And I, I will in introduce you to um, this. This I've called Means to an End. So this is an example of the type of music you'll hear on Searching for Stanley. Enjoy. I'm a dark weapon. I'm a lakota. Imagine the hound of kings if you're spy. Kile Hesapa King. Little Wakan. Mitaki Ate Tashunka with go. Tio spy. Mitaki Yaina. This is a traditional greeting of my people. But I am bound to give. This is a traditional greeting of my people. But I am bound to give. Albeit, it's a short version. What I said in my own language translate into English thusly. Hey, listen, white man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, white man. Hey, listen. I have had all the bullshit from your race as I can take. there you go there you go that's called means to an end of course it's a, a little bit longer than than that just uh one minute clip that i've uh i've shown you it's one of it's one of about um uh, seven eight songs and maybe it's about nine ten now songs that have been written um 
specifically for this. Some of them, of course, as I've as sampled the actual um, uh, audio from within the documentary, from some of the clips within the documentary, uh, and and it's really important, I find, to mix that sort of uh, media. I, I I it it makes me want to do it more. It, it it I I love it when there's some form of musical breakdown when you no longer have to think words and you can start watching scenes for yourself and there's a break to your that process you know you break up that process I find that really important uh, revitalizing when trying to take in information. And so I'm not sure if you enjoyed that. Not sure if it actually worked that you could hear it. But uh, if it did, I hope you enjoyed that. It was called Means to an End. And like I say, Russell Means is a very interesting character. Um, Pocahontas' dad in Disney movie in the end. Um, in that sense, he sold out. Uh, some people say he was a narcissist, a complete horrible human being in all of this. But um, he he was he was inspiring. No one can, can, no one can deny that uh, Russell uh, Means was very inspiring there's a brilliant clip within the wounded knee part of the documentary where he's talking to a congressional hearing um uh, about the american indian movement and american indians in general and it's very interesting uh to see john mccain sitting there looking with disdain at russell means like who is this guy how dare he you know and it's very much like you you get the sense that the dynamic of the white man and the indian is still alive and well now it's a very it, it, there's some um that that actually the wounded knee episode the more i edited it the more i cried because there was a couple of points in there where you get to know the characters and you get to know their backstory and this is um it's really sad it's also one of the first times i got to see uh video footage of stanley pottinger early on because i found him um hanging around in wounded knee and so that's part of it, you know. I'm building up, and as I'm researching and putting together clips, I'm also looking for clips of uh, this guy who I know is hanging around in each of these events and doing something uh, naughty. And so I'm looking for that guy, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm going through a lot of clips. I'm I'm doing loads of editing. I'm doing a lot of work at the moment. I basically um, wake up in the morning and start working, and I fall asleep working <laughs> eventually. <laughs> um, and then I wake up in the morning, and I'm not having uh, much sleep. I, I mean, it. It my my. Um, my my son's gonna have major surgery this month, so I suppose it's getting me through the mental hardship of being separated from him and knowing that he's gonna have major surgery uh, helps to, of course, throw yourself into something when when hard times hit. So I've possibly been doing a lot of that in 2023, um, and I'll be glad when this year is over. I can tell you that honestly, honestly. I will be glad. So the um, different episodes so far have been really, you know, each one of them have got their own flair. Each one of them has their own soundtrack, like I say, and then together they'll be formed into what will be a two, two and a half hour long uh, um, documentary that will be the first part 
of searching for Stanley. And then the second part will do the same. So that'll be the second series. And then the third series will do the same. And so I've already mapped out four series, mapped out three specifically with research already done. And we're heading towards that. And on the way, I should find a load of other information. But there's loads of stuff happening at the moment, you know. One of the reasons, and the main reason, why I started doing the Searching for Stanley documentary was quite simply because it originally this when i thought about this documentary originally it was called something else it was called surviving uh maria farmer because it was really about um how i discovered all of this information due to the fact of maria farmer who's one of the supposed epstein victims becoming uh very angry and with myself and a lot of other people and then discovering that she's not who she says she is and then discovering that she wasn't in hiding like she said she had been discovering that a lot of what she said had been lies uh it's now spiraled out of control and i kind of knew this would happen but but that's how i originally got into looking into stanley Potter. for those who don't know it was the confusion of that because i had been a supporter of maria farmer and all the epstein victims like without blind i had been blind i'd be just like i agree with whatever you say and i think you're heroes and i i did a load of that with a load of other people i think we're trained we're trained very much in our society uh not to question the victims um or, or alleged victims there you go i even say it there not to question the victims they're already we already make them victims and what we discover is that there's lots of people, when money is involved especially, who lie. They will say they're victims, and they're not really victims, and they lie. And they lie but often because they see money coming their way, and they say, I'm going to try and get some of that money. That's kind of fair. I can understand it. Um, but Maria Farmer shocked me. It led me to investigate her to try and understand why. If she was you know, not who she said she was, then who was she and who she working for? There must be something. If I find every time I have a, as an investigative journalist, every time that I have uh, a sense, um, an example of someone not being who they say they are, I suddenly go, oh, I, I better go and find out who they say they are, who they are actually, sorry. And then I go and investigate and I discover a load of other stuff, a load of nefarious stuff. That's what happens every time. Happens every time. You find one nefarious person lying, you go and investigate them. You will find a reason why they lie and a load of other nefarious people also lying. That's just the way it is. That's why investigative journalism is actually so easy. No one does it. No one does it because they're all too busy trying to um, trying to make their their like trying to stay within each of their little social boxes, little social groups, little social boxes. Like I would like to explain that more, but that would be very hard to explain what I mean by that. I I I try and and give you a there's a there's um I think that a lot of people who read independent stuff and you could say worship independent media people. Um, what I've discovered is that they actually 
worship the things they say they hate. So the exact people they they're loving do exact the exact thing they they they're railing against, and those people will defend their icons um, that they've these these perfect heroes that they've made of these people. They will defend them, and they will fight anybody if anybody at all says that they they're wrong. They will get angry, 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 angry. Now, a lot of those people who have chosen um, their perfect hero in the independent media are indistinguishable from the people who have chosen their heroes in the mainstream media. Those heroes can be found out to be completely wrong, to be nefarious, to be working for other people, to be working for a different agenda and they'll still hold on you know they'll just say double down nearly every single person doubles down once they've chosen their hero they double down and so i'm seeing want to come up here little doggo sorry my dog. <laughs> i know it's not very professional to have a dog in the podcast room but yeah my dog's in the podcast room um, so people double down, they double down. It's, we know people double down. They can't stop themselves. They, they, they are just desperate to, uh, say I was right to support this person. I've never supported anybody who is wrong because that would make me wrong and I cannot be wrong. And that sort of like, you know, really so frustrating. It's a majority of what's going on. Um, the majority of the reason why people make extremely bad choices of who to follow because they're very busy choosing people who are not after their best interest. Um, they're not looking to solve problems or give them information or help make the world a better place. They help put their money in the pocket. They're desperate to get some money and they want your money. <sighs> And so people like me, I spent ages not asking for any help. And all, all I learned that that does is mean that I have no money. And all of the people who are money grubbers, <laughs> money grabbers, they're all, all got all of the money and they're not doing anything. And so I tell you what, it, you invest in me and I will act, you will see me do stuff. So my supporters, the people who, uh, who, um, uh, have helped me on Patreon and other platforms uh, will have credits in searching for Stanley because I, 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 without those people, I would be dead in a ditch. I would have nothing. Um, there, there's uh, been a fair few times where me being bust or not is all dependent on my patrons and the people who are helping me out because I'm doing work which isn't for anybody apart from the ether for all of us and this uh i gotta work out how to monetize it properly but out there the majority of people are just money grabbing and as soon as people have paid their money then they don't that's their double down token isn't it i've paid them money i don't want to ever discover that they're not who they said they are 
but loads of people are not who they said they are. The majority of the media is made up by grifters. We know this. We know this. Both mainstream and independent. Grifters, grifters, grifters. And there's been some big grifts on the independent scene too. I can't remember what that girl's name was. They, they, she set up a load of stuff, got a load of like fundraising and just stole everybody's money. It just makes no sense either. It's like, you know, okay, you could do that once, but then what are you going to do? be hated you never be able to get back on anything later on because everybody will know you for the person who stole from people it's terrible so with me the difference you'll get is that i'm someone who will give back in work massively i am doing double the amount that that anybody else around will be doing um so if you support me you will be acknowledged for your support and you will see more work happen. So searching for Stanley, um, that is because I have enough supporters. I've been able to concentrate a bit of time, but I need, I need, I, I, you know, if I'm going to keep up this level of um, content creation, that's really, really, really unique um, and helps people get the information in their head i do need support so i am at that point where i just like you know i'm swimming around i'm hoping to find something that i can do uh that allows me still to do all of this stuff on the side as well but if i can get support for just doing this stuff alone then i would be dedicating all my time to it all of the time every single minute every single day kind of like i'm doing now but shh, don't tell anyone um, so searching for Stanley is on its way. It's on its way. It's coming very soon. And so, uh, there will be more, there will be more newspaper podcasts to come as well. Um, over that time. I know that, uh, the last couple were brilliant. I really enjoyed them. Richard Poe was a very interesting chap, really liked him. And uh, talking to the guys who Nation of Israel guys at these times, it was really interesting to hear their um, their thoughts on everything. I, I know that they weren't very happy with my um, coverage of Palestine-Israel uh, conflict. They probably want to say Hamas-Israel conflict, that's poor. Um they 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 weren't too keen on my news pasties, I don't think. But um I'm not gonna change my uh belief for someone else, but I will hear their opinion and I will listen to them and I will have a, a good conversation. I mean we had some good conversations, but it's hard. It's it's hard when you're talking to someone on the other side of the fence. Sometimes you agree on stuff and sometimes you're far you're on the other side of the fence. Of course you are. Um, but I want to talk to people on the other side of the fence. I started that off, you know, I, the first person I st started with was someone who really believes in a technocracy um, and it, getting involved in the political process. And, I, I, you know, 
I love him as a person, Jay Fratt. I love him as a person. Uh, but that was a perfect person to start off with, someone where it'd be speaking to the other side rather than this inane, everybody speaks in an echo chamber. You have 10 guests that you have on your podcast that you repeat once a month. You know, like every year you'll have, say, say 12 guests a year and they'll always be the same guests every consecutive year after that, just in a different order. Sometimes doubled up. You know, uh, the, those podcasts are very very limited um i want to take the opportunities at sometimes if i can if i can get enough funding so i don't have to be constantly trying to uh you know scramble to live and and sell stuff on and do all the stuff i'm doing behind the scenes to actually make make some money if i can do that then i will be uh, putting so much extra time in to be able to um probably do a weekly plus podcast um when i had the funds um a few uh, like uh, i i mean past few months have been tight but before that i was sometimes uh getting managing to do five six podcasts a month um i want to do something like that that's really what i want to do i want to do it quite a lot i want to talk to people um instead i've been going on a lot of other people's podcasts so i went on um uh with courtney taylor um the other day on her podcast uh had a brilliant three hour conversation it was three and something hours by the end of it i think if i remember correctly um i'm going on to uh parallel mike's podcast uh again coming up he likes to do he said his fa- he's such a charmer. He said his favorite uh, people he's had on in the year to have on in December. Such a charmer. He's beautiful man. Uh, I, I, I love I love him deeply. I have to say he's a very nice character. He's very very he's very real. And he's he, he says he said some very nice things during very hard times in my life to me behind the scenes. Um, and I like him very much. So I, I, I'm trying to talk with everybody, um, uh, who wants to speak about stuff. And often people want to speak about, uh, especially nowadays. I mean, Kissinger's dead. <laughs> this is, uh, the week. It's been a week. It's been within this week, hasn't it? That Kissinger died, still managed to, uh, to, to, which is uh which was good for content creation in a sense because i i mean i i've been doing the read throughs so that's one of the other things that i'm looking to do a lot more of not only do my own read throughs but do read throughs for other people's work so i also did read throughs of ian davis's some call it conspiracy theories uh part one and two um i'll be doing more of that i'll probably be doing a dan fournier read through his articles are immensely long some of it is very much more esoteric than i go for um but i kind of like i say i like to dip my toes in all of the parts of the pond and to see where the water's warmest you could say um I, I I love to mix and match and and hear other people's views and I learn uh, so much from people who I don't 
necessarily agree with everything they say. And Dan Fournier is not necessarily that person. Nearly everything he says, I agree with. I don't necessarily agree with the reasons why he thinks they happen. You know, so so we we're in agreement with almost everything. It's just the causes of those things. Maybe uh, uh, we'd be in disagreement with, and maybe that would just be because of my own religious perspective and his own religious perspective. But other otherwise, fundamentally, good and evil, we we kind of believe we we agree on. Um, and we agree on lots of other things too, lots of other things. So there's lots of read-throughs happening, and uh, the Pottinger read-through um uh, have been really uh, is been important. I, I realize that people really want that. Okay, so I, I understand that a lot of you guys, and I'll probably um be putting a lot of these read-throughs out on the podcast. Um, on a podcast, I'll be doing a separate one for like Johnny Vedmore read through podcast where I just uh, put the read throughs up um, because I can be doing two of those a week easy. And again, those are um, uh, an hour to an hour and a half reading for articles. Listen, when it says at the top of uh, these these sites, they 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 add the little like how long it takes to read the article. It's like sixteen minute read. Oh, we're, we're, you know, I don't even know how they calculate it. It's just such, I know from website design that it's just a widget that you stick in there and it just like imagines that that many words is going to take that amount of time. I have no idea how they calculate it because it takes me, say, say 45 minutes to read through the bulk of an article that they say it takes 20 minutes to read through or 15 minutes to read through. And I'm not including all the time I'm talking about other stuff there. I'm cutting it down to the time it actually takes me to read the article. So I just always find that silly. I, I think there's a lot of this. You know, we're being told, oh, this should only take you this long to do. And it's like, it's just no one's arguing against it. They're just like, oh, we've been told that. So it must be normal. That must be what everybody does as well. Everybody takes that long to read it. I'm abnormal. And, you know, you get a lot of that. Um around where you start to think that you're the abnormal one so much of it that you start to realize wait a minute it can't be that abnormal look around at everybody else they read slower than me just doesn't make any sense <laughs> so um i've been doing a lot of the read-throughs uh i'm doing the black hand read-through so i've already started off with the first with esmeralda gulan and i start i got the first two pottinger read-throughs done um and i did a read-through of Theresa may's father um and i'll probably do the epstein 101 series um and uh and some of the other articles that i've done especially you know the, the ones that interest people the most seem to be the epstein ones of course of course they like it but nicole Youngerman, she's got it coming so she'll definitely get the read-throughs. And like I say, I'll be releasing those in audio format. So if you want to actually listen to any of these articles. Now, also, if you want to suggest some articles for me to read, and I'm not talking, I won't do mainstream ones, depending. I mean, there's some, there's, there's one or two. Every, like, once a year, there'll be, like, a mainstream article that hits a nail on the head and has no bias. It's very rare. I'd be happy to read those through, but really I'm looking for independent articles. I'm looking for independent writers. I'm looking to read through people's work. If you think that people, my audience and other people will benefit from a certain read through, 
then tell me and I will do it. Well, I will try and do it. It depends which one it is. Um, but but it, it if it makes sense and if it's a, a reasonable request and there's no problem at all, I will do it. I'm also very interactive. So if you want to come uh, become a Patreon, you know, you even down to the four or five pound a, a month level, you'll still have complete access um, to having a conversation, one to one conversation with me and and uh, trying to persuade me. Hey, I want you to do a read through of Warm Peace can you do that please um and i'll say no not at the moment let's wait until i'm in my 70s shall we and i've got that sort of time um so the um the read throughs are going to continue so read throughs news theory news pasty order everything when it gets back onto the the uh the newspaper podcast and the searching for Stanley is basically the um, the group of programs that I that I make that I'm putting out and are going to continue to put out along with the clips, of course. I'm also I will I will say there is another thing that I'm doing, um, which is as I'm going through these documentaries, I'm finding. Um, uh films and series that are re really bad sound they've got awful sound quality uh really bad sound quality like terrible you can barely you can barely uh like it's doing that you know it probably doesn't come out on the zoom uh but it's basically lots of hits and lots of really bad stuff well i i so so i've been uh i've been restoring the audio on some stuff so uh brave hearted woman um the anime uh aquash story now i could only find that with such a hiss behind it my my the technique that i use to to uh, restore the audio does take out some of the the songs or the music in stuff but it makes it actually manageable to listen to so you can hear the words um rather than it being allowed it's over the top so i'm i'm trying to do a bit of that too and i'll be uploading some of that to newspaste um youtube whether they get taken down for copyright or not depends on whether there's copyright attached to any of these but a lot of uh the sources that i'm talking about are ones that are probably not copyright um uh or copyrighted or uh, not efficiently copyrighted so we'll just be up on newspaste for you, uh, newspaste um, YouTube for you to listen to or watch if you want. Um, along with um, the searching for Stanley documentary, however, comes uh, a new um, comes a new set of issues because. This, as I go deeper into being able to communicate this information directly to people, um, more people are going to understand that the Epstein case, the second Epstein case, was a fix. Um, and it was um, set up, managed, and not 
completely true. People are going to start realizing that more and more because they'll take it in in short form and re- they'll be able to watch like a catchy 20, 30 minutes, something that explains a really vital part to it and it will blow them away and they'll go, oh my God, that changes the whole idea of what the case looks like. Um, that will bring new problems. Now, I knew that when I was going to be exposing Stanley Pottinger, that that would undermine the Epstein case. And they knew that I was writing the articles. Um, They got wind of it. Stanley Pottinger split up from the Edwards, Edwards Pottinger law firm uh, split about two weeks before the articles were due to come out. Um, And since then, uh, as I said would happen, the, the alleged victims have slowly started turning on each other now the named victims are the hardest ones a lot of them um of the named victims worked in jeffrey epstein's enterprise and so were um were basically breaking the law at times. Some of them were completely down with the enterprise and were happy to be breaking the law, and others were uh, less complicit, didn't realise the extent of what was happening or were trapped within it um, and unable to get out. Defining which one's which is very hard. That's very hard to define which one's which. But eventually everything will get easier to understand um, because people expose themselves. They expose themselves once and it's hard for them to get any sort of uh, credence back. And people won't give them any uh, the same sort of respect a second time round once, once bitten, twice shy and all that. Well, that is very true when it comes down to certain alleged victims. They have run themselves ragged. So everybody knows that um, I've said it out loud in this uh, podcast too. Um, Maria Farmer, who's one of the alleged Epstein victims, apparently molested by Epstein when she was in her mid-twenties. And she was like, oh, I don't understand what's quite happening. I'm being laid down on the bed. And tells this fantastical story that that uh, uh, sounds like a completely out of character and profile to Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. They don't groom a 24-year-old like they're a child. Um, that's never happened in any of the, the, the stuff. But her sister was touched once and locked herself in the bathroom um so so uh did, did you know her sister uh was uh assaulted you could say um but uh but maria farmer um she said she had been in hiding for the entire time and she had to go into hiding because she feared for her life turns out she wasn't in hiding at all she was actually doing art shows in new york with the exact people who are epstein's mates so she was doing take home a nude um with um her mentor eric fischel in i think it's about 2006 2007 
uh, and Guggenheim's there, Epstein's mates, uh, lots of, of various people um, who are all in the circles, and there's no way she is in hiding, that she claimed to have been in hiding. Then once she got exposed over and over again, and once people had discovered she she was lying. Listen, people used to give her interviews all the time, and I know loads of different people who used to give her interviews who say, oh, my God, I don't even respond to her now because she's just scary. Uh, she's had most of her accounts banned from uh, harassing and abusing people um, to a level that is just it's systematic abuse. Uh, she has been horrible horrible tried to bully some people to death you could say um and it appears that she's you know she's only getting worse now she went out with stanley pottinger she went out with stanley pottinger that's how i got into the pottinger series is that i got i looked at maria farmer's behavior said my God, she's attacking me. And then I went down that road and discovered that she had been registered at FAE, the uh, um, a legal a part of a legal um, uh, federal anti-fraud um, enforcement uh, company, private legal firm with Stanley Pottinger and others uh, in 2017. So she was already not in hiding. She's working with Stanley and she's having a relationship with him at that time. Um, so that that led me down the rabbit hole that made me discover that Stanley was CIA. If I follow Stan Pottinger, then I suddenly discover he's uh, involved in all these events and he's CIA. So that's how Stanley Pottinger got outed, got outed because of Maria Farmer's behavior. Um, that that is telling. If you follow one person who's acting erratically and it leads you to one of the biggest fixes in history, then the person you've followed who's acting erratically has to be viewed with great suspicion, great suspicion. And now it's too late for Maria Farmer. She's attacking everybody. She including attacking um, other uh, alleged victims. So, um, Sarah Ransom has been uh, publicly attacked by Maria Farmer, who's Maria Farmer is now claiming she's autistic. Uh, she she basically she's she, she's con constantly lying when she gets herself in too much crap, then she lies even more. So she was attacking Sarah Ransom and saying, like, uh, you know, she, she's gone all out on, on her now. But the surprise is Virginia Gouffray, potentially the the most well-known of all of the alleged Epstein victims. Uh, Virginia Gouffray has come in and defended Maria Farmer over and over. Does not make sense at all. It says that there's a big case. There's something big going on down there. People are scrambling the legal firms are all crapping themselves. And there's talk that some of them are now starting to uh, look to sue the legal teams of David Bowie and others who come up in the Pottinger ultimatum. Uh, and of course, I already knew that this was all coming because I already outed them all. So I, I've been watching as this has been developing over the past six, seven months. And it's gone exactly as I thought it would go. Um, these terrible... Uh, 
grifting legal guys and these terribly grifting women like Maria Farmer are aiming to get as much money as possible off the backs of a load of abused people, really people who suffered. Now, Sarah Ransom has been through um, a load of stuff and now she's in a situation where she she's getting attacked by um, Maria Farmer and to it must be really it must be really worrying to discover that you've been involved in a CIA cover up and that the person who's attacking you went out with someone who she knew was CIA. That must make you feel that is my life actually safe? Am I safe? Because there was another um Epstein uh victim who's died recently i heard and who's who it wasn't reported for like two weeks so there's a is element is a it's far enough from the operation and from the death of jeffrey Epstein from the court case now that they can start doing cleanup and that means people will die that's what i i think i think um epstein victims are going to be murdered um some of them for being being involved making money out of the case and the bad people have to cover it up now so you know this has been a money making exercise but it's also been an exercise in control of information and now the people with the most information are the most insecure and are the ones who are most likely to be attacked so you're going to see lots of things happen over the next uh, few months. And I would suggest that all of the people who are innocent within that make as much noise as possible. Make as much noise as possible. You don't want to stop making noise because the more noise you make, the more protected you are. Uh, I, I really, I'm surprised, really super surprised by Virginia Gouffray and some of her reactions over the past few months i i i think the whole case is falling apart if the mask is dropping on the most famous of the alleged epstein victims there's a problem within the epstein case um something's happening and i think the thing that's happening is the legal teams are falling apart stanley pottinger's in his 80s uh david bowie's is approaching his 80s and retiring the they were chosen because they're really old and they won't be held accountable um and the brad edwards has already gone oh quickly i'll say that stan pottinger looked like he was cia over and over again in relentless pursuit his book um and then and then I'll, I'll pretend it didn't happen oh my god oh my god so they're all scrambling now and you're going to see lots of weird stuff happen if you noticed a lot of the epstein stuff over the past six months have been things like the J jamie D dimon case um the, the uh, jp morgan stuff um uh, the things about people like Noam Chomsky uh, using Epstein to, um, I want to say launder 270000 I think it was, dollars, uh, move. They, the press called it uh, Noam Chomsky asked Epstein to move his money, whatever that means, which means evade, avoid tax, tax avoidance, isn't it? Move. Will you move this money? Oh, yes. Why can't you move it? 
because they'll take some of it and I don't want to lose any. So I prefer to give you a paedophile, uh, child trafficking, um, intelligence, gangster-like fixer money instead because I'm Noam Chomsky and I'm a really nice guy. So um, lots of people can say, oh, he didn't know any better. Noam didn't know any better, but he's going to Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, you've got to be like linked up with some bad people to end up with Epstein or some big people to end up with Epstein. So um, there's some things in that case, in the Epstein case, that are really, really interesting and are about to fall apart um, as well that I haven't talked about. the 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 i the steve bannon tapes steve bannon i think it was about a year ago now it must have been about uh december uh last year that steve bannon first released like a little footage of him talking to epstein and he says he's got days of tapes like some crazy amount of hours of tapes or something makes no sense why he got them and why jeffrey epstein would speak to him so it's got to be like an insurance thing and it feels like now that's a form of compromise that steve bannon's able to use on other people like, oh, Jeffrey Epstein talked about you, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to support my campaign. Maybe that's going on. Maybe. Not saying it is, but maybe that's going on behind the scenes. Because if Steve Bannon ain't releasing it, then he's certainly doing something with it. He's certainly using it as some form of uh, currency, isn't he? So there's that's really suspicious. Steve Bannon not releasing that says that he is dirty as hell says he is dirty as hell, but everybody already knows he's dirty as hell, so it doesn't matter anyway. Now, that's the Epstein case. Sealed up. (laughs) Next year is going to be a bloody time in the Epstein case, in my opinion. I think there's going to be death. I think there's going to be... I think people are going to die. I think people got involved in the wrong thing. They really thought they were uh, people. Every every generation thinks they're different from the last and thinks they're more protected or it's not going to happen to them. And it always happens to them. So they, if they think they're going to just like get away without people getting um, silenced, you're very wrong. You're very wrong. That could go for journalists too. So maybe, uh, maybe I'm not long for it um, as well. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of happens on the Epstein case, and I think it's going to be bloody years. It's going to be 2024. But there's a new year coming, isn't there? And there's lots going to happen in this new year. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you and talk to you directly um, today. Listen, I, I told you about searching for Stanley. I've got loads of uh, different projects coming up in that sense. But I've also, I'm going to be concentrating on certain articles uh, over the next year that are extremely important and um, some of them are related to the elections past elections and to the parties involved in elections and to some of the people who are running for elections uh, next year and some of it is unknown stuff that is really really important really will like blow your mind away um so so you know uh, next year is going to be in a really exciting time i i'm 
I I have to admit that I am being headhunted by a few different people at the moment. There's different people who are um, either offering me work or um, a, a, a buzzing around asking me um, if I will, but are scared to actually get involved because, you know, um, I'm a truth teller. And so truth uh, doesn't pay that much money uh, except for in certain areas. And so those are the areas where basically I've got to apply my trade. Um, and there's not much of that, but there should be some uh, big things happening next year. And I think the more um, professional work that I push out, like the news theories and like the searching for Stanleys and like the articles, uh, the more likely something big is going to happen. Um, and when I say big, I'm not like chasing rainbows or anything because I'm still going to be down to earth. But I uh, do think that there's only a certain amount of time that their censorship can hold before the large amount of work that I put in pays off. Because I put in a load of work, so it's hard to hide it all. Now, if you put in my name on YouTube, it tends to be like um, lots and lots and lots of different options. And so I, I hope uh, I hope people can go and that's not uh, necessarily um, a good a good uh, tool to measure my success is how many videos you find on YouTube when you put in. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of content out there now on other people's channels as well. So it is a lot going on. And I thank you for for coming and listening to the podcasts and, and getting involved. Um, like, so even if it's a, a comment, a like, um, I mean, support aside, like I, I, I need all of the, the, the help I can because I am a lot of the time screaming into the void just due to the fact that the algorithms really mess you up. And on top of that, they really don't want my voice to come out. Um, the, the, the Whatever happens, I'm going to keep going on unless I get uh, killed. Uh, I'm going to continue... Um, my best to try and uh, explain to people some of what's gone on in loads of different ways. Oh. So if you want to support that, then you can. If you think that uh, there's something in particular I should be looking at, get involved. Come tell me. You can find contact form on newspaste.com and on johnnyvedmore.com. Now, in the next uh, month or so, I'll have some brilliant people on uh, the podcast, and we'll be uh, we'll be rocking and rolling again, talking with many uh, wonderfully interesting people out there on the independent media. And in general, I want to try and expand a little bit. Um, so I have, I, I ha do have, I am working on some bigger names coming to talk to me. It's just a little bit hard. A lot of it, you, you've got to do something or prove something to get someone uh, to come on. And then, you know, it's a rolling ball. It, you, you get the ball rolling enough, you get the right people on then you'll encourage other people to go on so i've got a, I, 
you know, there's there's something's got to give. But I do believe that the next year I'm going to talk. I, what I love about the News Place podcast is I don't know who I'm going to speak to. I uh, ask people when I find people who are interesting and make me interested in what they have to say. In using that as a guide means that I can basically uh, choose what is interesting and of the time rather than look to fulfill my own quota or tick sheet of people that I think that I know on a scene that I can get onto a podcast. So that's all very good, but I want to talk to a wide range of people. And I think you want to hear that as well. I think you want to hear about a load of different weird stuff. So if you've got someone in mind that you think would say, yeah, all right, then I'll have a conversation. And you think it'd be worth it. Again, like anything else, tell me. I'm really interactive, super interactive. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Vedmore, a Johnny with a H, J-O-H-N-N-Y-V-E-D-M-O-R-E. Um, you can find me on um, Twitter, Facebook, all of that, but uh, LinkedIn. Uh, but you, you definitely on Twitter, uh, you can find me on newspace.com, on johnnyfedmore.com. You can use the contact form and you can tell me, I want you to do this and I will consider it for sure. If you come and support me, you get one-to-one. You can talk to me. You can talk to me all night long. No, you can't talk to me all night long. I've got a load of work to do. Um, but we can have conversations because I do like having conversations with people. I love it. I love having conversations with people. And I think there's a lot to be said at the moment, isn't it? We're really, really, like, we're rocking and rolling. We have got, it's every, like, PSYOP after PSYOP after PSYOP. So we just done uh, the Gaza Strip PSYOP. Yeah, and they're still, they're just destroying it now, bit out by bit. What's going to happen next year? What's going to happen in the new year, you know? Every every turn of the new year, we have a new thing start, a new ball rolling. So this one's going to be a new one. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's probably going to be horrible, <laughs> like all of the rest of them. So we all need to be together. We all need to concentrate on... Um, on bettering our humanity ourselves our neighborhoods our families um giving people information letting people know don't you know don't when these people expose themselves when the powers that be are exposing themselves don't look a gift horse in the bloody mouth take it show it to the people who don't like to see the establishment exposing itself um it's so easily done now it's so easy to show them for what they are and then you're able to see who will be bothered and who won't be bothered when you go and tell people if you go and tell people look this person's awful and look at their actions and they go i don't don't care and you know there's just no point it's just no point it's no point in pushing someone who just doesn't care until they care and they won't care until they care you can't to make them care by screaming and shouting at them You've just got to keep poking away at the moments where it's most important and most vital and you can see it the easiest. You see it the best. You see it is the most obvious. 
And I think it sounds a bit cryptic when I talk like that, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the information that you're not allowed to talk about on the the, the uh, mainstream. Um, whenever you get an opportunity to to pull back the curtain and see the uh, organ grinder going at it, see Oz himself hanging around, then do it. Do it. Why not? Why not? Every opportunity to pull back that curtain, pull back that curtain. That's what we do around here. Yeah? That's my job. So, thank you for bearing with me. And I know I may have just rambled on about a load of what's going on. But th this is what's going on. This is what's happening. I'm just being... Uh, this is an episode, an update uh, to tell you. Uh, Newspace Podcast will be back very soon with a new range of guests. Some of them are going to be extremely interesting. I'm hoping some of them are going to be really, really, like, quite spicily large names for my site. Um one person in particular I really want to get on and he said he will just after he's done a certain amount of other things so 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 hopefully that you know I get to see a um a lift in the standard of guest I say that all my guests would be wonderful so far. I've loved them I'm not sure I've had anybody on who I haven't enjoyed talking to because I've chosen them by who I enjoy I think I'd enjoy speaking with or I'd enjoy picking their brains about their side of the fence that's it. You know, newspaper podcasts got to be about going, you know, it's got to be about going across the border and talking to the other side. I keep wanting to do that. That's what I keep wanting to do. And that's what I'm doing. So that's that will continue. That's me for today. That's Johnny Vedmore. That's, that's the newspaper podcast for today. And listen, hey, if you want um, to uh, support me, please do please do support me i need your help you can support me on patreon you can buy me a coffee you can find links to both of those things on newspace.com or on the drop down menu johnnyvedmore.com you can find links to the buy me a coffee or to patreon and you can become a YouTube subscriber nowadays on newspaste uh channels so go do that if you can do it um help me out and i promise you i not only won't forget you but you'll also become um you'll be named in uh searching for stanley as one of my supporters because i need all the supporters i can get all of them now i'm gonna leave you Ooh, i'm not gonna leave you really i'm never gonna leave you deep down i'm not gonna leave you um but I'm going to leave you with and um, play you out with a song called Fum Pong Wong, which is also from the Wounded Knee episode of the uh, Searching for Stanley documentary. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I hope you enjoy what is about to come out. If you want to already see what's going on, you don't even have to just become a, 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 a what $5 Patreon subscriber and you get to see everything early. Uh, my patrons have, have seen the development of this documentary from the start. So they get to see a little bit behind the scenes of the fact of how it starts off and how it develops um so please if you can i'm going to leave you with fun pong wong thank you for joining me on the news pace podcast i'm jolly vedmore out <laughs>